But did you see the dispatch photos of Jimin? Don't start with dispatch photos of Jimin. But did you see them though? Oh yeah, of course. There's this oh, one where he looks so happy. Yeah, no, the there's this part where he's just your ego is playing, and someone who was like, so if you was to the right of the stage, you could you, they had a direct view of Jimin on stage on the left, and he was just like singing along to ego. He was doing the dance, and he remembered the choreo. It was so cute. No, that's really cute. Hi, we are Luna Talk. I'm Zara, and I cannot believe that I got a live band version of one of my favorite Hobie tracks. Am I I'm the chosen one? So- Maybe. I'm Sophia, and let me tell you, watching Hobie Palooza isn't enough. I needed like injected in my veins. I needed tattooed on my forehead. I needed to like play in front of my eyes twenty four seven. Can't believe you just quoted a Jonas Brothers song. <laughs> <laughs> we are Nuna Talk, a podcast where we talk about K-pop, K-drama, K-culture, everything else that you need to know. Especially if you're a Desi stan, we have weekly podcast episodes along with a reaction series that we do. So if you have anything that you want us to react to, remember to comment that, and also subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram at Nuna Talk, where we do a lot of fun content. There's a lot of You can find our podcast here on YouTube, where you can see the video. But if you just want to listen to the audio, where you're on the move, uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcast, we are on Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, anywhere where podcasts are available. And today, if you are not aware, you didn't read the title. We are talking about Hobie Palooza. We are talking about Lola Palooza, but As we are really just talking about Hobie Palooza because yeah, it, it happened. But before we can get into it, yeah, what's up, Poppin? What's poppin', guys? <gasps> so much, honestly. Like I feel like we just haven't caught up, but so much has gone down in the past week itself. Starting with Blackpink comeback confirmed. That's insane. When I first saw it, I. Definitely thought it was like it fake. Was so yeah. many fakes have been going around. And it's called Born Pink, which just feels like something a fan would come lazy. Like it just feels lazy. <laughs> yeah. So they're having a comeback. They're doing a pre-release single in August. They're doing an album in September, September. and they have they're gonna start their world tour in October. Like, just you know, when it rains, it pours. That's what. <laughs> Blackpink is giving blinks. So you know, congratulations for anyone who's waited for the years, two years, it's been two years. And uh, speaking of comebacks, August is some like astrology number for girls. Murad Nikla. You thought they didn't have enough comebacks within this Honestly, year. Honestly, is Twice not tired? <laughs> I don't know what they feed them at JYP, but uh, SNSD Girls Generation is having a, their seventh album and their fifteenth anniversary comeback. That's, That's huge. It is, and Ive is having their first comeback after their debut. And like Ive had have have two songs. They had. Uh, Eleven, love dive, and eleven, and both like love dive is still winning at NK Gaio. So you know, 
it's something to look forward to they did our, uh, they had a very spectacular debut it's doing great like they are the biggest contenders for song of the year which is crazy because they are yeah 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 but uh, so these are the comebacks that are expected and the comebacks that have happened recently uh, starting with our favorite one with zico man that album ep blew me away nocturnal animals the way that that is my jam freak is so good like i think mm-hmm. the freak challenge is also such a fun one like i'm very here for yeah. zico's ep blew me away like honestly anyway so what we have reacted to is jackson's new song cruel which is the pre-release which is the second pre-release to the magic man ep which is coming and we finally have a date for magic man's yeah. release which is next month very excited because very i think exciting. it's been teased for so long i feel like i've seen that hashtag magic man on every post every story for so long and the fact that it's coming out next month is so exciting finally happening another thing that finally happened is that hwasa and loco got back together on a track again after like four years since don't who have done two songs together so somebody is the main track and lemon which i love is the second track which doesn't have an mv but they did do a live performance where zico lay down on the floor while he rapped and there were like people dancing beside him it was kind of incredible and uh, sorry loco close enough <laughs> and going away from comebacks let's talk about non comebacks if you've known the girl group black swan which recently had its first indian kpop member shreya um they just had two more people leave which yeah. dude is honestly that group is cursed cursed like 10 saal mein they've had so many people leave and like so much controversy i think their entire uh, lineup has changed completely at least twice but more great. i'm not sure yeah and so the two members who left are their only korean members so now they don't have any korean members left yeah wow so they have so they... Uh, chinese japanese and uh, sorry chinese brazilian and indian yeah yeah essentially but they have been doing this youtube series where people try where different members try food from different countries so i think instead of trying to make music they should just like take the buzzfeed lane and that that'll actually work <laughs> um and finally we're going to talk about something that i was excited to talk about which is a new hype girl group has come out if you thought the seraphim new jeans yeah and if you thought the seraphim was the only comeback from girl group come uh, debut from hype this year it wasn't lesserafim was hype versus new jeans being a door right no so lesserafim is source and oh. uh, a door was initially just like a subsidiary with like it was supposed to be like hype general or whatever but they, whatever they switched it up but yeah it's it's a really cool uh, debut because they've completely done something different instead of giving introductions or having teasers what they did was right off the bat before knowing anything about any of the group members or anything they just dropped a video for a song mm-hmm. and then they dropped another song which had four versions for each member so it was kind of you kind of you would remember the member's name but it was still the song and then they dropped another song which was like a chill b side with an mv oh, there was a third song so the four sorry yeah three uh, mvs were dropped and then yesterday was their official debut with another song so the entire ep 
was dropped with it's a visual album if you really think about it because they had uh, all mvs for all their four songs and they have been going viral as like a lot because the songs are very non traditional you know k pop songs are very mm. like chill r&b vibes and also they have this album which is the album packaging is a bag like you know those circular bags yes i am aware of circular bags yeah so the album package is a circular bag with the cd and the goodies inside and that bag went viral in korea so the pre orders like sold out and now they're the highest selling the highest pre ordered girl group of this year of and they have their own app it's called phoning it's and it's got a very they, their entire aesthetic is very y2k so it's this app where the members it's kind of like weavers except you can't reply it's just the members uploading stuff and it's got a super myspace kind of aesthetic it's it's very cute to uh, like to check out so it's very nice. throwbacky i think at least for millennials it's like you know it's something like hey we did that in our childhood um and isaac is back like the sports show oh yeah wow so it happened i think 2 3 days ago and of course a lot of fourth gen groups were there no hype groups hype did not send because mbc beef as we do on a live yeah but there were a lot of stray kids and itzy moments that went like super viral they were having a lot of fun and this one girl from kepler shouting she did this incredible like salsa performance it was dance athletics was the category and she go, oh my god like you need it was like watching that movie what is it dance movie take the lead yeah it was and she wore this like you know those tassily dresses which do a lot of like shimmer to it yeah it was very good she But danced to begging it's the uh, like their like relationship is so nice um they really Yeah, they did like a maniac of like TikTok or reel up recently, and they uploaded it, and it was really cute. It was not like timing. Like I'm like maniac happened so many months yeah. ago, but like they did it abhi, and it's really cute. Um, yeah. but Isaac reminds me, and I feel like how did we go 14 minutes worth of recording without bringing this up? But Rad is back. it's coming back and i'm so happy like i mean with soup and run the way that like my crops have been watered my acne is gone i mean i am so happy this um, i don't think people understand how much like run like yeah like every day we were talking zara would be like run ka wapas aayega humne bataya tha promise kiya tha unhone run ka wapas aayega yeah it's going to be a year since it went away 10 months yeah i would have had a child during this time and taught it to watch run <laughs> yeah but yeah run is back we will maybe talk about it do you want us to do an episode on run i think that would be fun let us know oh, yeah like a top 5 or like mom- best moments of run or mm-hmm. something like that you could do that top 10 run betrayals i feel like there's a lot of those but like our favorites and uh, uh speaking of variety shows hype had their own like variety show with napi d called the game caterers which is very fun if you are interested in groups like txt 17 the seraphim promise 9 and hypen they were all there i think 17 members only seven of them were there cuz jagani thi they did in the middle like were like shit sabko lana chahiye tha cuz they would get out like they would get eliminated sabse pehle 
but it was super fun check it out and uh, just like one last thing which is kind of sad ish where mark jeon and johnny uh, from nct got covid and they will have to sit out from their japanese uh, i think they're having an event in japan like a but fan meeting and a performance yeah yeah they just oh. flew out and they all got three of them got confirmed positive oh. so send in our love that's okay i think it's time for us to get into it yeah first one lola palusa honestly um lola palusa with zara almost like spent 2 lakh to go to and i had to convince her not to i was like it's okay there will be more concerts yeah no i was ready uh but Did you watch TXT's performance? Let us know in the comments below because uh, I didn't watch it live. I did watch like clips and things later. You watched it live. I watched it live. I watched it live on Weavers, and let me tell you, Weavers was working very smoothly for TXT. The dhoka. The dhoka. But um, yeah, TXT I'm honestly phenomenal. So <laughs> yeah, and I was so like to be. young that age right. and to be able to perform like there i mean of course it helps that their music is so good mm-hmm. but you have to be able to embody it like it's so easy yeah. to go out there and be flat but mm-hmm. they did such a brilliant job i'm so happy like it yeah. was such a joy to watch them and also bomgyu is 100% wearing an outfit that i have in my cupboard right now <laughs> hey your outfit's kind of similar to what hobi also wore <laughs> Zara Lola Palooza next year 2023 <laughs> headliner first indian soloist <laughs> yeah and i go there and i don't sing i just talk <laughs> um yeah i want to be so proud i think bachpan se unko dekha hai like grow seen them grow since 2019 i must say and the fact that they haven't been able to perform for the first two years of their career i think to go from there to look do their first world tour and like america tour whatever uh, american leg of world tour north and, america ha huh. and then just go do a festival because festivals are not easy and they did not have backup dancers or anything it was just the five of them and yeah it was a great show i really enjoyed it it was they used their band songs like all of them which and i think was, was a great very smart setlist Tra- yeah setlist was i have one complaint like there was no <laughs> cat and dog <laughs> there has been no cat and dog for the past for their entire tour and i'm not happy about it kind of and they've been performing like smaller state uh, like they've been doing theaters actually so they've been doing like 2 to 5k crowds and this was a, it was much bigger and yeah they nailed it and like bang pd with his jorts and crocs that was cute and jimin and hobi were also there and slow the rabbit team. was there yeah that was yeah really hype hype stuff is like hum aayenge dekhne ke liye so who was your like did you have a standout performance a standard performance uh, i so i hadn't seen frost until you told me you, you uh, like when we were discussing it you said oh frost was an incredible performance Live, yeah, so i went back to watch mm-hmm. it and oh oh 
Like the um, demon God. that enters TXT the minute the beginning notes I'm of Frost so plays. Yeah. Great. For me, it was Thursday's Child Has Far To Go because they did an OT5 version of it at the end. And it's just, it's such a nice track to kind of end on, which they did. Mm, and they just like went wild. Like they were like throwing their heads around. And it, it was so much fun. I really, I like that song of the EP, but I think after watching it live and especially at Lola, it was so much more fun and incredible. And I saw a lot, like I follow a lot of armies who were just watching it online and stuff. And people were like, we haven't heard this song. What's this song? What's this song? So it was definitely something. I feel like its impact in the album wasn't as hard. Uh, but to watch it live was a different experience. Especially because it was OT5. I definitely add yeah. a lot to it. And just, it's such a pop punk kind of song. If you've grown up on that kind of music, you definitely yeah. would like it. For me, it was, of course, Yeonjun, like Yeonjun in, like Yeonjun, my favorite performer off of TXT, but also Taehyun, I think Taehyun in the past year, since I Know I Love You, like love song, he has, like the confidence he has developed in his voice has, is kind of uh, projected in his stage performance as well. And he's just so, he owns it. It's very nice to see where he's just like in his zone, he's singing, he doesn't care. Like it's, it's so heartwarming and like I support it. Now for the main event. Ta -ta -ta -da. Oh, Man, I did not sleep the night before. <laughs> I did not sleep the night before. I was so worried that I wouldn't wake up in time. And it like the set got extended only by 10 minutes. It got 10 minutes, yeah. yeah because they couldn't was... go over time. And the, hmm. uh, the what, organizers thought that the fan was so enthusiastic that they deserve an, a bit of extra time. Which is true. I Great wish the organizers would have also realized that they need to add more servers to their live stream because so many of us would be watching. That was a viewers issue, not a... Hulu issue? Hulu was smooth. So, because they were going off of the Hulu stream to the viewers stream, that's what a lot of people are saying because the bandwidth transfer is an issue. So, that's why it could be. But of course, like... There, they were should have 14, there were 14 million people watching on Viva. They should have prefer, prepared for that. Like, honestly, this was such I a special... I feel like... Huh, I, no, because I'll tell you what, whenever there are live performances or premieres or whatever, there are up to 2 to 3 million people usually for these kind of things. For Bangtan, like from what I have... It feels like a low number. When it's premiering, because everyone has different time zones and stuff, right? So people like kind of staggered but this wasn't something that people could have come back to watch sure right? like, sure but they would have but this was like 14 you get it like i think it was a good thing that it didn't you know kicking it us out it brought us back again but like you all need to work on this because mm. what a performance like what a way to open up the idea of bangtan performing solo like it was oh. I have never said this. I, like, we were discussing this before, but I have never said this about a setlist. I've never said flawless. Like, it was such an amazing setlist. Like, I've always walked away from concerts or performances saying, oh, I wish there was this. Or, like, this was there. Oh, I miss <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> but um, this time, I, I was like, this has left me so, like, satiated. Hmm. And it was just... Everything, like it was so meticulous, everything that Hobie has done with Jack in the Box, has everything ties around and there's no loose ends. And I think 
even with this starting from like the stage performance the stage setup him popping out of the box at the beginning after playing intro yeah yeah and then more starts and i think oh <laughs> i don't even know what to say because it was so incredible Sci- okay Sci- cipher was i don't know what it was but there is a moment when his neck cramps up okay and he does this he holds it he sings like this and then he just pops it back in but the point you're right he is such a performer and okay. everything was so curated in this um in terms of styling in, in terms of how many dancers there would be on stage what they would do the flow of the music the fact that they used reflection as the changing point yeah, like that the, mood, the creation yeah. of mood i think was such that a pivotal point seriously and just how he like the songs i mean it's just a hobby thing but like he, when the song is playing he's embodying it through and through like when bassline or hansang or arsen is there he is that crazy person on stage just like throwing his head around and just like screeching into the mic and when something like chicken noodle soup or dynamite is playing he is the bright bubbly you know bouncy oh my god like dynamite um, so unfortunately i did like see it being spoiled on uh, twitter beforehand and mm-hmm. I didn't think it was real. I thought somebody was just playing it and yeah. you know they recorded it and I I didn't believe it and also like this remix like tropical yeah. remix was what a genius in. idea let me just say honestly like for a festival it just makes so much sense it's yeah. never something I would have thought about and for him to come out there with brand new choreography to do it alone mm. um and not even like technically sing the song because the entire audience you know, was the, the flex of like making their grammy nominated billboard number 1 song and just like he's like you know the song okay sing and everyone just sang like that is such a flex dude how is this your first solo concert let's just call it a concert because that's a, that's a concert there are concerts with shorter set lists yeah no and it was really lovely to see what was your favorite performance you have to say one no <laughs> <laughs> you have to that that was the show guys good to see you <laughs> i'll give you a top 3 but no before that i just want to talk about like how i mean it's obvious i started the show by saying this hansang live version like with the band like how was it a rock hansang like how what it was um, i like he didn't even sing most of it cuz everyone was singing and you could see the change in the energy of the audience when hansang started it was just like yeah no and the drums it was so yeah. ah um but hansang's one of my favorite tracks anyway and i was really 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 hoping it was performed this is not how i expected it to be performed but i was blessed for me it, i i can't i don't have a favorite because if i had to pick a favorite i would say the part before uh, music like black hosok <laughs> was my favorite part i think that entire length where he went from starting with more going into bass oh oh bass line and then pop to arson was such a one not one was cypher part one like all of that like that was mm, like i i was feeling i was literally just standing in my room just looking like like this was me <laughs> it was incredible and i really really liked his energy and just the mood he he was 
he was so it it was coming from the inside out it was so personable and just it's something that jimin said and i think i agree it was so high quality like it wasn't just somebody who stood there and sang it to someone who really felt and you know whatever he was feeling he expressed and it was very interactive like the audience because armies are armies but also hobi just like the part in arson where before the final uh, breakdown he tells everybody to get low get low like he ran up to the stage and did that all of those little things which maybe overall you wouldn't really notice but those really add to the energy played his entire discography and it just flowed seamlessly even though they're all very distinct pieces of work yeah and at different times different styles yeah and yet mark of Jesus. true artist got the amongst men serious man so good it was such a good I, it was a religious experience like, i think i'm a changed person like before hobi palooza and after hobi palooza yeah it's bh and ph no what is ph post post that's what i meant thank you <laughs> yeah is there anything you would have done wanted different done different changed um i wouldn't have changed anything i would definitely like two things that i really missed out on okay airplane didn't get performed i'm kind of sad about it because i really like that song but i get it it doesn't really fit into anywhere but yeah. the one thing that i would have loved and jimin also said this where a uh, blue side if he had sang mm. that like the full version even if not yeah. the full version just a part of it i think that would have been cool but it was it was fine like this that was just like you can always want ha there's always like nitpicking ha <laughs> nitpicking <laughs> But I just like you want more. Like why you he could have done mic drop or whatever. Like you know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, of course. But I think what he did was or done was, like the majority of all of his cipher verses. Exactly, exactly. But he wanted to tell a story, his story, a certain way, and he did that, and it was just meticulous. I think he just created this, and the thing that the, everyone was singing along to an unreleased, like unpromoted free mixtape from twenty eighteen, word for word in. another language that that it's like you, you when you think about it that's it's a huge deal same i feel like we know it because we've been doing this for a while i feel like they didn't realize this and when it happened live for hobi where everybody knew every word of yeah. what he was saying i think it hit him he's like oh yeah that moment in um, daydream when everyone yeah. sang young wild and free and he was like what <laughs> Yeah. You know the words to my song. I also uh, was reading someone I follow, and they had gone and they met like they were in the v- VIP like GA plus arena, so they had more space. So they were like everyone sitting around and just random armies were just meeting each other, and they did this game where everyone like uh, went around saying who their bias is, and then everyone would clap, and it was oh. very cute. It's like Bangtani Anonymous. <laughs> I'm also glad because this was the first thing that they've done like a Bangtan member has done since the hiatus announcement and while we know that nothing's going to change I think for them it was a big insecurity whether they will be able to maintain the fandom yeah. yeah will people still show up for them and I there's no better proof proof than this yeah <laughs> 
and uh, what Jimin said in the V Live later, where he was like, "You've set the bar so high," is so true. Like, I mean, so I don't true. mean that others can't the others can't meet it. In oh, a, like the bar, Jimin. <laughs> to so, so someone said that where BTS are not a group, but they're a super group, and that's so true because every individual member is like a powerhouse in themselves. So yeah, and they're so individualistic in their like artistic approach. Mm, um, like on one one hand, you know. Hobie's doing Jack in the Box. On the other hand, Jimin's dressed like Matrix, but make it edgy. On the <laughs> on the other hand, Tae is posting like blurry selfies. On the other hand, June is like out in art museums, and then like we don't know where John Jungkook is. What is he? And Jin is shirtless. What is what? What are Jungkook doing? I'm just like, what are y'all up to? Y'all are do behave being very quiet. You know who also is very quiet? P Dog. No, he's on an audition every week. We see him all the time. But like, he's old. He recorded it before. But basically, if you have checked out Hobi Palooza, let us know how you felt about it. Are you able to get over it? Are you just in the zone where you can't escape? Like, Hobi going, Hatsang, what's up? Why would you do this? The way I have really just constantly rewatched that. Rewatched that. It's, Mm, top top quality but yeah mm. uh, if you haven't checked it out please like what what are you doing in your life honestly go watch it it's such a performance uh, delight um even if you didn't enjoy jack in the box i think it's worth seeing to understand what bangtan solos can provide i guess yeah and it's always great to see something live like equal sign for me while it wasn't my favorite off of the album after listening to it live at the iu uh, video and now here i think it's really climbing up for me in terms of favorites Yeah, like so, Daydream isn't one of my like top tracks at all, but um, I love watching. After Hobi, like stroked the mic stand. Yeah, I was Daydream. Like, but uh, remember to like this video if you liked it, and I know you did. You did like it, and also subscribe to our channel so that you can see more reactions and uh, episodes coming every single week. Bad decisions is coming out this week. Uh, if you haven't kept up with that, there may be a reaction coming. And more Black stuff like all the comebacks, like Blackpink, SNSD, you know, whatever's happening. Oh, Is there something? Actually... Yeah, that makes sense. We will when it comes out. So, yeah. if, and if there is anything that you want us to react to, let us know because we'll do that. And until then, I was Sophia. I was Zara. See you next week or maybe sooner. <laughs>